Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith and hope, a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. I'm your host, Nada Hogan, and today I have the great honor and privilege to introduce you to Martin Javinsky. Martin, 40 years ago, had heard the call of his soul. And since then, he has dedicated himself to bringing soul into the world, in his own life, and in the lives of people he touches. Martin is truly honored to serve as a healer, a teacher, and a catalyst for transformation. For 30 years, he was a massage therapist, a licensed acupuncturist, and a psycho-spiritual healer. And for the last 15 years, he has been on faculty at Northwestern Health Sciences University in Bloomington, Minnesota, helping to prepare other fortunate souls to enter the healing profession. Martin is a husband, father, friend, and a family member. And today he lives his mission by serving as a transformational healer, teacher, speaker, writer, and life coach. And he continues to explore what it means to be a spiritual being having a human experience. Welcome, my friend, Martin. Thank you, Nada. Happy <laughs> to be here. Uh, I'm so glad that you are happy to be here because I'm so honored to have you here with me. Very grateful that you're here. So, yeah. Martin, um, these 30 minutes go by super quick, so I'm just going to dive in, and I just I want to ask you um, some questions, and the first one I want to ask you is, I introduced you as someone who is a spiritual being having a human experience. And you can you tell us what that means? Uh, yes. Um, so uh, being a, a spiritual being is having a human experience. Um, as I go on in life, uh, I'm more and more I identify myself as a soul. I am a soul. I am. I am an infinite soul having a human experience. And so, as a human being, um, we have uh, different sides to our nature. And um, being being here on Earth, we tend to identify with our bodies and our human lives, and um, we forget about our spiritual nature, uh, which is it's normal. Um, and so through through all the work that I've done over the years, more and more, I identify myself as a soul having a temporary human experience. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yes. So I, I also know that you have spent much of your life as a healer. Would you talk a little mm -hmm. bit about that and what it means to heal and what healing is to you? Yes. So, um, yeah, like you said in the introduction, I started my healing career as a massage therapist. I actually started when I was a boy. I used to um, give friends and family members little massages, and um, 
I think I was born with healing energy. Mm. And uh, then in my 30s, I made it a career and I became a massage therapist and I had lots of training in different healing modalities. And uh, then I got training in um, psycho-spiritual healing and then acupuncture and now life coach. And it's all healing. And when I write, it's healing. And what, what healing means to me so the root word, the root of the word healing is whole, right? Is wholeness. So um, healing is different than cure, right? So if someone comes to me and they've got a headache or back pain or they have some, you know, psycho-spiritual or emotional issue, uh, it's normal for us to want to be fixed. Um, but being fixed is not always necessarily healing. We're not getting, we're not necessarily getting at the root of the problem. So to be, so healing to me is bringing a person back to a sense of their own wholeness. And again, wholeness is understanding the full breadth of who we are. We are body, mind, and spirit. And so, and we're all one We're we are, we are integrating. We can't separate one from the other. Right. As an acupuncturist, we know that, um, you know, you can't separate the body from the emotions and the spirit. And so to me, healing is bringing a person back to a sense of their own wholeness. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, and it reminded me when you were saying that, um, and maybe even when I was talking to you about um, uh, being a spiritual being, having this human experience, it, it reminds me there's with my clients when I'm doing acupuncture or coaching, and then I do bioenergetic synchronization um, technique. I don't, I don't remember uh, my clients as their diagnosis because I don't see them as that. I see them as whole. And I have a feeling it's the same thing that you do, that there's, you see them as that whole mind, body, spirit integrated, already done. And then they come to us because they have, or, or come to you, um, it, it re, depending on what modality you plan on using or what modality I plan on using. And I know for me, I just see them as the whole person. And, and I know I had a couple of people going like, seriously, you, you just saw me, you know, last week and you don't remember what it is. It's like, I don't, I don't want to remember you. I can remember how many children you have. I can remember what it is that you do for your career. I remember that, but I don't want to identify you in my mind as the issue. I want you to remain whole in my mind. And all of a sudden this light went off in them that, right? Cause you know how we will identify as, I identify as my pain. I just had an experience of that. Or I identify as, as you know, this digestive issue that I, that I have going on. And, you know, it, it's just different when we look at people whole instead of as that, especially when we're in a healing arts field instead of looking at them as that diagnosis. Do you find the same thing happens for you, Martin? Yes, absolutely. So when I, when I'm sitting with, um, when I'm sitting with someone in any capacity or even when I'm writing um, and I, and healing is the intention, um, I look at the person and I see, I see them as luminous light beings. And even when I'm teaching, I'm sitting with my students, whether it's a student or a client or an audience or a patient, I see them, I see their luminosity. And, and so that's what I'm focused on. I'm focused on 
um, I'm I'm focused on I don't even I don't even like to say treating necessarily. I'm holding when I'm healing, I'm holding a space for all of them uh, to come into the room and um, you know integrate and and so they can they can have a sense of their own wholeness. So yeah, I I don't see people as diagnoses. I see them I see them in the brilliant way. You know, I don't always I'm not always in the space, but when I'm in when I am in my most lucid and open-hearted uh, state, I I look at people and I see a shimmering brilliance um, inside them and out. And you know, it's been said that uh, we have a hard time seeing our own light. And that's one of the blessings we offer each other is to see, we see each other's light um, when, when we can't see it for ourselves. So um, I think even that is healing when, when we're sitting with other people and we're seeing their brilliance and we're seeing their light, even if we do nothing else, um, that can be healing in and of itself. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's beautiful. When you talk about luminous light beings and you talk about being able to see the light of that person inside and outside, would you also be able to relate that to um, like like an energy field or do you look at that differently? Because in my mind, I see that a little bit differently. And I just wonder, do you see it differently that, you know what I'm talking about, right? Just like the bio energetic yeah. field around yeah. us versus the luminous light being. Um, is it different for you or no? Well, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure, you know, <clears throat> talking about things like this, you know, using words to talk about things like this can be so incomplete and can mean different different things to different people. So I don't know if, if it's there. I, I think, you know, here's, as uh, one of the classes I teach is an introduction to energy medicine class. And one of the basic precepts in the class that I teach is that everything is energy um, down to the smallest subatomic particles. Um, quantum physics and science has proven that everything is energy and that energy vibrates at different speeds. And when it vibrates slower, it becomes our bodies. And when it vibrates faster, um, it, it becomes light and subtle energy and spiritual energy and that we can't perceive with our five senses. So, um, you know, it, it could be the energy field that you're talking about, but I, I often see a light shimmering, shimmering around people. Um, and um, yeah, so whether or not, whether it's the energy field, I, I don't know. I can't say, I just know that, um, you know, I, I see more than just, the body when I'm with people mm. and not just not just patients and clients but uh, again when I'm in when I'm in when I'm when I am my best self I see it in my daughter and in my wife and you know my friends and my mother and just strangers that I meet sometimes I'm in the grocery store and I'm I'm you know I'm I'm in the right space and uh, even in the time of COVID even with masks on I I see I see beyond the masks. I see, I see uh, people's luminosity. Yeah, yeah. I know one of the things that that 
that I am drawn to so much with people is being able to see the light in their eyes. And mm-hmm. it's I think for me after losing Dara, because I knew that that light was gone. And when it came back, I think that's why, because I didn't understand energy medicine. I didn't understand energy. I didn't know any of this stuff. And, you know, a little bit from Wayne Dyer, but very, very minimal. And, and so yeah. just to be able to see that light in somebody's eyes and and when you, we can smile at somebody and and you just see that perking up and that smile that comes back it's like oh my god it's like like you just you didn't the pilot light is on but it's only a pilot light and all of a sudden whoosh somebody just turned that burner up and man the life that life force energy just rose back up and what a great feeling just to be able to smile at somebody and and to see that happening in their eyes yes absolutely yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. So, I also. I'm. I. I'm moved to say, if I may. Um, yeah. You know. I. I think. We're talking. You know. We're talking about people as spiritual beings, and we're talking about people are brilliance and light. And one thing. One thing. One of the precepts. One of my deep, deepest philosophies in my own life, is to not spiritualize away my humanity. I think it's really important um, to talk about that. So uh, um, is now a good time to talk about that? Get right into it. Yes, it is. I love it. Yeah. Yes. So so I think it's, it's really easy for us as human beings, especially those of us on a spiritual path, who are moving towards the light and, and, you know, we we have meditation practices and we, um, you know, we do yoga. We do, we have a desire to, to elevate ourselves and raise our consciousness. Um, it's easy for those of us on the path to ignore our basic humanity and, um, you know, all the things that exist in the shadow, like, so, you know, Carl Jung, um, you know, Carl Jung was a student of Sigmund Freud. And so he, he coined the term, the human shadow. And um, there's, there's so much spiritual material in the human shadow. There's, it's so, it's a repository of so much life force and so much energy. And, you know, it's the parts of us that get split off from childhood wounds. And, and so I just, I, it's really important to me as a man on the spiritual path to own and accept um, those shadow parts of me, those parts of me that I don't like and that I want to deny and that I want to hide from. And when I turn towards, so it's kind of like by turning toward my own shadow, um, I'm also turning toward my light at the same time. Um, if that makes any sense. So, uh, that's that's really important to me, um, at, you know, personally and and as a healer. I think um, the challenges that we have in the world right now are, in some part, a result of people looking outside instead of inside for um, for whatever, you know, for whatever it is. Um, or blaming other people, other countries, other religions, blaming other people for our problems instead of looking inside ourselves. So I have this 
I have this hanging on my wall in my office and I'm looking at it right now. It says from Carl Jung, it says, your vision will become clear only when you look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams, who looks inside awakens. So I, I feel really, really passionate about helping this world wake up. And waking up, um, it's not always a pleasant experience, but um, it, it can lead to so much light. Yeah, yeah. So, and Martin, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong here, but how I interpret that is, um, so if I was to talk about um, shadow things, my shadow self or things that, my shadow self, if I was to talk yeah. about that, I would say um, things in my life that I don't like, maybe even character traits, um, maybe even, and maybe this will end up being too long of a conversation, I'm not sure. But is that how you're talking about shadows, like our shadow self? Are you talking something different, that part of us that we don't like or um, yeah. Yeah. So, a piece of shame? Um, yes. So Carl Jung said the, our shadow is the, they're the parts of us that we hide, deny, and repress. And we, you know, we hide them from ourselves. So when I was a boy, I had some physical abuse from my mother and I was a sensitive little boy. And so, um, you know, I like, like everybody, I came into this life, a whole and perfect being. And then the world started um, having its effect on me, you know, including my parents, God bless them. They're imperfect beings like, like all other parents. And um, in order, in order to survive, um, I, I had to hide some parts of myself. I had to tuck, a, tuck some parts of myself away in my psyche. And then in, so it's kind of like splitting off parts of me. And then I grew up and those split off parts and until they're welcomed into the fold, um, they're going to be operating out of the shadow and, um, and, and impacting our lives in certain ways. And so, uh, when it's in my life, as I've turned, as I've turned toward welcoming all the parts of me, um, parts of me that I, you know, that I would, I don't, I don't want, even want to look at myself. Um, when I turn toward those parts and welcome them, there's, again, there's so much, they add to my light. So that's what I mean by turning towards the shadow and um, it brightens my light and it brightens my ability to see other people's light. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. And, and yeah. I love how it, I love how it all happens. I had this experience last week when I was driving to the clinic and boom, this, this time in my life popped into my head that um, I'm not proud of that time and absolutely something that just keeps shoving it down, pretend it never happened, put it away, close the door. You never have to look at this. And it occurred to me, but it's taken me years to get to that place to be able to say, you know what? I, I have no shame, absolutely no shame for that thing that happened. Zero shame. I have so much pride and, and, um, Oh, I don't know what the, cause I, I was saying it in my car driving it as I was driving, I was talking out loud. So I, pride was one of them and empowerment to know that oh. I did, I did that thing. So I wouldn't 
surrender and go back to a life that I knew was not fulfilling to me. So would I make that same choice now, knowing what I know now? Absolutely not. I would make a much more empowering choice. But to be able to yeah. say that thing no longer has a hold on me, I and I'm proud of it. I'm, I'm proud because it allowed me to stand in my own power and recognize I didn't, I, I didn't settle for something that was not going to serve me. And man, was that powerful. And I guess I never saw that as, cause I, I, I don't, I never, I never speak that way. Like in like a shadow self, that's just not been part of my language. So yeah, yeah it was beautiful. Thank you very much for, for sharing yeah. that. Because, yeah. We all have that stuff. Yes, we do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And wow. yeah, well, that's, that's a beautiful experience. And, you know, like I said, there's, um, when we integrate all parts of ourselves, um, there's so, we are reclaiming so much of our own power. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like that's what happened. I'm sorry, Martin, go ahead. Uh, It sounds like that's what, that's what happened with you. Yes. And I I was going to say, and, and it's, and that kind of empowering. So, so the listeners understand that it's not, an overbearing, I will force it on you for it to happen. It is the most gentle, powerful thing that that could ever happen. It's almost like that gentle lightning that happens where it's like it never makes contact with the ground. It just kind of stays up in the clouds and it's just beautiful. But you know that if you were able to reach your hand up there into the clouds, there's electricity there, but it's just not coming down with that huge thunderbolt that follows it. That's how that yeah feels to me it's just it's so empowering and so freeing all at the same time yeah. So, yeah. yeah um yeah so uh, many years ago i was working with a client and she we were do, we were doing psycho spiritual healing and she had been in a 25 year marriage and it, you know it was not a happy marriage and she really struggled with loneliness but it wasn't loneliness that she struggled with. It was repressing and running from her loneliness. She was really afraid to feel how lonely she was. And I remember this vividly. We were sitting in my office and we'd been working together for a few months. And she came to this, suddenly she had this moment of realization where she finally stopped and allowed herself to feel loneliness. And I remember this look on her face got really bright and Mm -hmm. and she said, Oh, that's that's loneliness that's all it is it's no big deal i can handle that and it 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 shifted her life so the problem wasn't the loneliness the problem was her you know her running from the loneliness her fear of the loneliness what would it mean for her life you know can i bear it is you know what does it mean so um you know that that that's uh, that's a good example of what we're talking about to me Wow. I love that. I love, right. It's, it's yeah. When, when all of a sudden we face it and it's just like, Oh, that's it. Really? Wow. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. That's awesome. Awesome. So Martin, it, it's like a time warp when, when we're doing these podcasts, cause 30 minutes is already like pink going to be done. So I want to know, I have like a list of questions that I want to ask you. I think I've asked you three. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm wondering if you would be willing to come back next week so we can continue this conversation and and dive a little bit deeper into this um, 
into this spiritual world. I love it. There's so much to talk about. I would love for you to come yes. back. Really. Absolutely. I would be honored. Uh, fabulous. Fabulous. So um, for the listeners, there's without a doubt, you gleaned all kinds of gold nuggets from this. And uh, Martin, if you want to contact Martin, he is a coach and a psycho spiritual healer. And I uh, just lost your bio, Martin. Martin does some great work with people. So if you need to contact him or you would like to contact him, if you could send me an email and then I will put you in contact with Martin and that will also be on the show notes. So you don't have to worry if you're like, oh, I forgot how to get in contact with Martin, but I, I can get in contact for you with Martin and then he will be able to reach out to you. So don't worry about that. Um, and for the listeners, thank you so much for being here with us today. And for Martin, my dear friend, um, you are a wise and wonderful man. And I'm, I'm grateful to have you on the show with me. And I'm more grateful to call you my friend and my um, partner in believing. Yes. <laughs> thank you. I, the feeling is definitely mutual. Mm, awesome. Awesome. All right, everyone. Until next week, have a beautiful week. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.